All right, here we are in episode 12. It's uh, Wednesday at about 2.15 p.m. in the afternoon. We're doing this episode at my gym at EFX Fitness here in Manchester. I shouldn't call it a gym, but it's a personal training and uh, strength and conditioning center for everybody. But, you know, this this uh, podcast is Strength and Faith, and uh, we have another guest, as, as promised. Um, today we have on uh, Cameron Lewis, and Cameron, um, the, the way I think about him is he's he's been a gift from God because... Few weeks ago, I had prayed to find a, a new coach to help out with some some hours and somebody who was uh, hopefully a believer or a Christian and somebody who walked walked in faith. And uh, lo and behold, God is good. And I got a random email from this gentleman whose um, son trained with me at the high school, and his uh, nephew was looking for a job in the industry. And and uh, next thing I know, I got an email from Cameron here, and he reached out to me and noticed that I was. Uh, a man of faith by uh, my God bless and my Bible verse and my email signature and he responded back and we've hit it off and here we are about three or four weeks into this and it's not just about training here at the gym as he knows it's about it's about Christ so um, Cameron welcome on the podcast thank you, thank you very much it's a <laughs> pleasure to be here it's a pleasure to be a part of this gym and help spread the ministries that you're involved in and yeah it's an opportunity for sure it's amazing that you say ministries man because uh I think it was this morning I was just kind of just getting ready and thinking about everything and kind of talking to the Holy Spirit a little bit about mm-hmm. what's been going on and he just said it's 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 Mike it's, it's your ministry that you're running for, it is. for it me truly so is. It, 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 for me Cam it's it's really how do I explain it I was talking to somebody else who's part of this whole circle as we call it and and I, it just it's, it's surreal to me that God has been so good these last few weeks I can't even describe it you've seen some stuff happen but um, it's just been an amazing, amazing road these last few weeks, and uh, we've had two baptisms, two people come to Jesus the last two weeks. We have number three next week, yep. and if you're uh, a fellow uh, regular listener uh, listener to the podcast, you'll see my podcast with Stephanie and Paul, and Stephanie and Paul and myself have, um, are the three of us are kind of really helping people uh, get baptized and help uh, helping them receive the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. it's been amazing, so... You know, the next next one we do, if you're available, Cam, I'd love to have you at it. So it's going to be an amazing absolutely, experience. Absolutely. So um, anyway, so Cam, I just wanted to kind of bring you on the podcast here. We'll spend 15, 20 minutes as we talked about. And uh, I would love for people to hear your story. I know we got some big stuff going on here, especially yeah. tomorrow. You're getting married. Yeah. So you can move in with your fiance and be together as husband and wife, um, which is simply amazing. But I would love to hear your story or your path um, beginning with, um, you know, you were born, we know about the situation, uh, and how you came to be born again just a couple years ago. So uh, I'm going to let you talk, and I'll just shut up, brother. <laughs> so um, I'd say about four years ago, I just got accepted into UNH, and I was kind of planning out my big future, you know, with college coming up. It's it's what you look forward to growing up your entire life. It's, it's exactly the image that you see growing up is the drinking, the partying, and mm. That seems to be the way of life. Mm. And right as I was going to UNH, um, I was going through, you know, a pretty common struggle at the household. You know, my mom just being harsh with my father, basically divorced but living together, as I call it. Very harsh environment. And um, I was going in and out of depressions for a while. So I was going through that at that time. And my buddy's father, who was a pastor, he kind of mentioned to me, how to build a relationship with God and how it's not about religion. And that kind of summed everything up for me right there. Mm. He, he kind of told me that religion is man-made and that 
God comes to just share the love of Christ and whatnot. And there's a lot of good things that come from religion, don't get me wrong, but it's very misleading. It, it made me think, what God do I follow and how do I follow it? So when he told me that, he told me the process I have to take is basically repent of my sins, seek him, pray to him, and just accept him into my heart. And I mean, now that I look at it, it's a very easy process, but to mm -hmm. someone that has never done it, it seems strenuous right off the bat. So I went back to my house, to my, you know, as usual, stressful household. And after about a week, I decided that this was something that I should try and that it was worth trying. I had nothing to lose. And if I didn't feel any difference, you know, I can go back to my life. You know, I, this was one of my last straws. So I decided as I was driving to the gym one day that I should just, I should pray and see if, if God is real. And I, I said to God, I was like, you know, if you're real, let me know. And... I, I felt the urgency that I had to improve. And so what I did is I committed to God that I was going to stop swearing and that I was going to stop being angry with my parents. And that commitment to God right there alone was enough to make him proud of me because he sees I'm seeking him and actually putting effort in. Mm. And shortly after that, I felt the Holy Spirit come upon me. I felt what I call the Christmas morning happiness that kids feel. <laughs> I love that. And That's great now. From that experience <laughs> on, I have always just seeked the Lord and seeked improvement. And to this day, my parents aren't with Christ. They're a little closer than they were at first. But everything has changed, and this is what I'm living for now. I'm living to be a vessel for the Lord, and I'm, I'm very happy to have met Mike and to see that his gym is a vessel and mm -hmm. that I can be a part of that because this is my ministry, you know. I've always, you know, had these visions of being an evangelist and traveling the world. But, you know, right now, I don't know if tomorrow's promised. Mm. So as of right now, I'm going to be the best I can be at being a vessel in this gym. And it's it's mind-blowing how many people are coming in here with the mindset <laughs> that the Lord is real yeah, and Jesus man. is real. It's amazing. And yes. that they yes. want to come here to seek Him as well as seek, you know, physical progression. So I'm just astonished that... I kind of doubted the Lord in some ways with his capabilities to do things like this in my life because physical exercise is, it's one of my strong suits. It's a passion. And, um, you know, until I come to a gym and I'm working a gym, gym training people and also spreading the word of God is when God really started to show me like, okay, like I have a perfect will for you, you know, and perfect will is an understatement when it comes to God because... Yeah. I couldn't have dreamt up a better, you know, opportunity for myself and likewise for you. You know, yeah. you're talking to me about how you're praying for this and it, it exceeded your expectations, you know, tenfold. <laughs> and, I'm just shaking my head here. I just, I still lost my words. I can't even believe everything that's happening with you being here and the baptisms and the people you know? coming here. Uh, I, I will say this, Cam, I think I might have mentioned this to you. I would say probably in the last five or six months. Every new person that has walked through this door that has signed up for a membership of some sort is is either been uh, Christian, mm -hmm. Catholic, uh, maybe on the fence. I yep. have a couple of those right now. We're trying to convert. It's just, oh, it's amazing, man. Amazing. It's crazy. Absolutely it really amazing. is crazy. And the fact that God is gathering people at this gym to grow, because it, I was watching yeah. a survey the other day, and it was talking about how 94 or so percent of Manchester... <clears throat> are not believers and yeah. don't seek the Lord. And the yeah. fact that we can find that, you know, five or 6% and God pulls them here to grow in their faith and find that urgency because, you know, even a lot of people nowadays that say they're believers aren't seeking the Lord. 
And the fact of the matter is, we know we're seeking the Lord, you and I, because the vessel, you know, the vessel we are right now, because God is using your gym, and He brought me here to be a tool in your gym, mm -hmm. and that just goes yep. to show, like, we are vessels, and we are willing, and that's what we want to be. We want God to be able to put, you know, trust in our hands so that we can pursue His will, right. you know, and get the things done that need to get done while we're here on earth, so... It really is astonishing this opportunity that we've both been given. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing too. I mean, I, I think about you know, there's a couple of people you haven't met yet that I can't wait you to meet. So people on the podcast has, that are listening to this, you might know, you might not know, but I started a Bible study at my house a couple of weeks ago, and it's not to me now. It's not even a Bible study. It's like a home church. It's mm -hmm. it's because if everybody, a couple of people were sick last week, including yourself. But I mean, if everybody started coming, that's supposed to be coming. It's going to be ten people, twelve people. I see it growing, growing, growing. Absolutely. Which is yeah, which is a little scary for me, but also very exciting because you know I have a big enough place to do it, and maybe even just do it outside. But um, it was I was talking to somebody yesterday about Lent, and they asked me, being a Catholic, is was supposed to give up something for Lent, but everything I've been feeling from the Holy Spirit and reading and observing, I'm not giving up anything this year. I think this whole Bible study, home church thing, I started it the Sunday, uh, the first Sunday of Lent, without even realizing I did it until now. I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, Holy Spirit, just yelling at me to do this, man. That's what yep. I say, he was yelling at me. And I coincidentally started it um, yeah. this, the first Sunday of Lent, and uh, I just, it's very powerful. I, I, I know it is. Um, we just had a transformation this week, man, and it's just, I, I feel like we each, something at one of the churches that I attend once in a while, they call it Pray for One, and... Um, I feel like we're all called to to help somebody to serve people, and we just talked about that at our worship meeting last night. Um, you know, we're called to serve Jesus, washing the feet of the disciples. Man, mm -hmm. I think that's what we're really called to do is to serve other people, right? Yep, um, that's true. Jesus never put himself above mankind, mm -hmm. right? He yep. really didn't. He 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 put himself below oh, mankind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, yeah. By, by by washing the feet. I mean, that's huge. So, I, I really think that's that's what we're called for here. You know. Um, and it's just it's 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 just an amazing journey. We have uh, another big change happening next week with someone who used to work here, which I can't. Yep. It just blows my mind. I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is amazing. This is happening with him now. It's just it keeps coming. It keeps coming. And I feel like we talked about this before too. But it's almost. I had a vision or a dream or whatever it was the other day that I I, I prayed on something. I think it was, and I, I saw wildfire, and and the Holy Spirit was telling me this is going to grow like wildfire, and. Mm -hmm. I know this is about you, I'm sorry, but this is good to get this out there too. And and for me, in my heart, my I feel like my heart wants to explode in a good way, but my brain is is trying to keep it from to keeping my heart is trying to keep my brain from getting overwhelmed is what's happening. Right. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. You know, and that's that's in him where I have to keep that from happening. So I want to get back to you a little bit though. I want you to go back, something you told me, and I, I want I want you to tell a few stories, but when you were born, mm -hmm. You mind talking about that? Like you're adopted. Yep. Yep. Okay. And and who was your real father? Yeah. So Did I um, that. <laughs> my parents let me know pretty like soon off the bat when I was a kid that I was adopted out of Arizona with um, my sister who's two years older. We were both adopted two weeks after we were born, so oh. they already had her when they came to get me. And later on in life, my mom kind of mentioned to me, she's like, "I don't want you to be crazy and psychotic, like seeking Jesus, like the people I've seen." And I kind of was like, you know. Who do you who do you mean by that? Who have you experienced that brought you this? And mm -hmm. and she kind of like you know snuck a little information in, and um, later I figured out that my biological father was a traveling evangelist. It's amazing, dude. And that he amazing. felt led to have kids and to you know to let people adopt them. So 
that was kind of inspirational knowing how God works, you know, that I was adopted from him. And no, I don't think it's genes that my mom's like, it's genes that you are as crazy as he is about Jesus. Like I did a study and I'm like, no, yeah. it's, it's God taking vessels, yeah. placing them where he needs them and yeah. he's reaching the lost. So, you know, I'm the only sibling so far that I know that's come to Christ, but I have a feeling that, you know, everyone's going to come to Christ in this loop. And I think yeah. that one big thing I've been thinking about lately is I didn't have to have the mother I have. I don't have to have the dad I have. You don't have to be my boss. Everyone is chosen for a reason. Yeah, man. So a lot of my friends are yeah. like, I don't think my parents are going to come to Christ. And I, and I say to them, you are chosen to be their kid because you are the vessel that can reach your parents because they didn't have to be your parents. So I think if we are willing and obedient and we keep our faith in the Lord, I think that everyone around us, he can change using us, you know. I think that's so important that we know. Yeah. And, yeah. and another thing that goes along with that is timing and being obedient on time. And, yeah. you know, Proverbs, you know, one twenty-two through 33 was mentioning, you know, if you aren't obedient and seek me and seek my ways, you know, when you come to me, when disaster comes, I will mm-hmm. laugh while you're crying. And, you know, when I look at that is God... He's a loving, faithful father, and he'll always forgive, but he's also just, and he wants his will done. We need to be obedient when the time comes. We can't be pushovers and expect that God's going to use us for vessels like having a gym that's going to become a ministry. Or me, you know, bring me into this job, which is a dream job for mine. Mm. You know, we have to start at the beginning before we see the rewards, Mm. and we have to pursue them hard because then we'll see the rewards. And it's kind of like a photo I saw on Facebook this morning. It was a little girl holding a small teddy bear. And Jesus is reaching out to her and saying, just give me this teddy bear. You know, just give it away from me. And right behind Jesus' hands was a teddy bear that was 10 times the size. (laughs) And it's so true. Like, you know, as humans living in the flesh, as sinners, we want to see our rewards when we start. Yeah. Before we start, because mm-hmm. we don't trust that God's got that huge teddy bear. We don't have any patience. Back. We want to re- exactly. get everything right away. That's the world we live you in know, now, and, especially. Yeah. And, you know, even disregarding eternal reward, which is greater than we can even fathom, <laughs> but the rewards we're going to even have here on earth are even greater than we can fathom, like we're explaining right now. Yeah. So, you know, we might as well give it our all and trust yeah. that the Lord's going to provide, you know. Yeah. yeah, what about, that? that's a great, that leads into a great question somebody asked me this morning, and your your name just popped in my head when when that question was asked. So I'll just ask you on the podcast. What about tithing? I know you tithe. Yes. What do, what do you do for tithing? I'm, I'm curious for myself. I, too. The first time I ever went to church, this lady went up on stage and gave a testimony. And the testimony was she had lost so much of what she had. And her husband died of cancer. And her finances were down to a minimum. And she gave... You know, she gave a percentage of what she had when she didn't think it was possible, and she got an anonymous check in the mail. And what what mm-hmm. that taught me right off yeah. the back, it right off the bat is, if you have the right mindset and you give to the Lord with anything that you do, you will get money back, or you'll get you know it, you know good experiences back, or you'll get spiritual yeah. gifts. And yeah. God's always rewarding if we're obedient first. And so, what I do personally with tithing is, I will give. I don't count the exact percent. I give. I try to give more and more each week because as I do it, I watch God give back to me. Yeah. I watch. I have gotten to times where financially 
I am a penny above my car payments and I've made big mistakes and put myself in debt like God tells us not to. Mm. And he still won't ever let me, you know, be reprimanded for that. He will always make sure I'm above. So as far as it goes with being barely above financially or being in tough times, because I think personally, most Christians are in tough times financially. And that is a blessing because that keeps you obedient and mm. it keeps you leaning on the Lord. It's a great way to because think about it. Man. I've watched a lot wow. of people skyrocket with their yeah. finances yeah. and God was like way in the distance yeah and it brings me back to um landscaping i started a landscape company last year and i got like 60 clients or so in the matter of no time using facebook i was making you know 20 times the money i normally was making and it's so ironic when i hit a wall and i was in a valley spiritually mm-hmm. i wanted to just go to the you know the store down the road and buy a jet ski because my friends <laughs> are out riding and okay. i wanted to go get a new truck because the two or three days of fulfillment that provides yeah. seems more tempting than, right. okay, I need to get in my scripture, I need to get my alone time, I need to be obedient and figure out what I'm doing wrong. Right. It's enticing. So I think, yeah, I thought I had the roots. Mm-hmm. I don't have the roots. I will never have the roots to be financially skyrocketing. I always want to have enough to just get me by mm-hmm. and to have enough to give to others. You know what it's I'm awesome, saying? Man. So I think it's having awesome. a lot is the most dangerous thing you can do. Cause I, I guess I can't argue because, like, yeah. for here, my, my business is just, it's it's peaks and valleys, like, yep. like like life can be. That's the way I look at it. It really is. So, like, I had a pretty pretty deep valley in um, in February. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of kept my faith. Uh, I, I didn't, I, I guess I worried a little bit. I will admit that. I didn't have anxiety, didn't get all depressed like I used to, quite frankly. Yep. And just prayed hard, prayed hard, and, and it came up down to the last minute, and and my rent was a couple weeks late, and my landlord's very lenient about that, luckily, and, and I just prayed, and lo, lo and behold, all of a sudden, that the Lord's just sending me more people, and it's opened up, and I'm, I'm back out of the red, and back yep. into the into the green, and uh, it's just been a blessing. I mean, we had a couple people come back, that former clients, and one was telling me about her nephew, who used to train here, this kid used to walk two miles in the middle of winter to train here, by the way, wow. how he's been been blessed and walking in the Word now, and mm-hmm. she just had her third kid, and she's back, and she's so thankful to be back. Um, it just makes my head shake that, that he can do these things, man, because these people came out of nowhere, I want to tell you, too. This was not from advertising. Uh, this was just somebody contacting me out of the blue, kind of like your your email, you know, right, and, and sometimes right. I will pray for a way to get out of, out of that red from the business mm-hmm. or pray for a way to to figure out how to pay rent or something. I mean, it, it doesn't happen often, but every few months I get in those valleys and I just, I just stick to my, my faith and, and my prayer, man. And he always, always pulls me through. He always yeah. does. He never fails, right? He never fails. We're always um, going to laugh when we look back you know, on earth yeah. from heaven. I'm laughing we're now, like, yeah. And we're like laughing at the fact we're stressed about finances yeah. when yeah. we know the Lord will pull us through yeah. if we're obedient. I, I have no doubt now. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm finally after what, nine years of owning this business almost, I don't have any doubt anymore. Mm. Whenever I have those valleys, I know he's always going to pull me through somehow and show me a way. What I, what I did was three or four weeks ago when I was in that valley in in, uh, in February, I said, Lord, just show me what to do. Tell me what to do. And literally, actually, I did get one client from, from an ad, actually. I, I just realized that. So I prayed as to what to do, and the Holy Spirit said, just go on Facebook and, 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 and pounce on every every Facebook group there is with your athlete ad. And lo, lo and behold, bam, um, that Thursday, I got a message, a random message from a guy whose kid goes to Goffstown, a school I used to coach at, and he wants to sign up his kid for training. His kid signs up. Next thing I know, the dad's signing up. And the dad signing up, him alone paid for rent. Wow. So it's it's just, yeah, I'm shaking my head just in amazement. So, But I also, before we uh, 
wrap this up, Cam, I, I want to kind of touch upon your fiance, soon to be wife. I yep. love the story. We just left our FCA coaches meeting, and you came for the first time. And obviously, uh, Mark, the, the the leader of the huddle there, loved you and couldn't stop talking to you, and and asked you to pray us out, which is awesome too. So, um, but you know, we talked about a little bit of what you what, what's happening with your fiance and how blessed you are to have her. So I'd yes. love to hear a little bit about you and her, man. So um, long story short, um, I never <laughs> saw true love everywhere. I, I mean, you watch movies when you're kids and you see love. Mm. And you always want that, but you, then you don't see it in person. So you don't think it's possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was in a, a pretty long relationship prior to this one with Casey. And I didn't have love. I had a, It was kind of like a good friendship. But that yeah. was better than everything I had seen. Right, so I was right. like, you know... With enough hard work, one day I will fall in love because God will help me fall in love if I work hard enough for it. Mm, that mm. was my mindset. Okay. A little later on to that relationship, I felt like God was finally telling me, okay, like, you know, she's not the one. He was like, he was telling me and get me ready and whatnot. He's not the one. Okay. Or she's not the one. Move on and whatnot. So I started getting over her, and she disagreed strongly. She thought I couldn't hear from the Lord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I ended up going to a church service that I felt led to go to in Londonderry. And I looked at her, Casey. She, she went there, and that was one of her first few times there. And I looked at her, and I swear, the moment I set eyes on her, yeah, yeah. I fell in love with her from the second I saw her. And I knew the second That's I looked awesome. at her, I said, God, is that my wife? And I remember I felt like he was telling me yes, but I wasn't assured because I was like, I don't want to fall into a trap if this isn't from God. Like, right. this is too enticing. Yeah. So I went up to her and talked to her that day, got to know her, and I was so head over heels for her. And you don't know if that's the honeymoon phase, as people yeah, call it. Of course. Or you don't know yeah. if that's actually going to be a long-term amazing relationship and yeah. you're going to maintain those feelings. So yeah, yeah. I was trying not to get, you know, too crazy about it. And I asked her if I could visit her Bible college, which is uh, North Point Bible College in Haverhill, nice. the next day. And she's like, yeah, you can come around 9. You know, next morning I show up at 9 on the dot. Yeah. You know, we meet. And I'm kind of talking to her about my life a little bit and whatnot. And we go through the day and it's kind of like... Oh, she was like, oh, do you want me to show you around the college? She thought I was going there to go to the college, to check out the college. And I was kind of <laughs> like, oh, no, we can like we can see that later. Like, I just, yeah, want, to, awesome. I just want to get to know your testimony. Yeah. So we walk around this pond and we're talking. And I am, like, falling in love like the movie <laughs> shows with this girl. And I was, like, so happy. It still seems like a dream to me. Sure. I can't relive it because it was so supernatural. Amazing, man. And I looked at her later that day and I was kind of like, I'm so excited for what God's doing in my life. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, how so? And I was kind of like, oh, man, like, I, I can't tell her, you know. This yeah, 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 it's a little I've known her for three hours, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm That's like, funny. oh, you know, it's personal. And then she's like, oh, no, 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 like, tell me, I want to know. And I knew when she asked me, like, a few times that she knew <laughs> what I was going to say. So I looked at her, and boldly I said it. I had nothing to lose, and I was like, oh, well, um, you're going to be my wife. <laughs> in our first day of being Whoa, slightly friends at that wow. point and she kind of had to pull over in her car and she like kind of took a deep breath and she <laughs> smiled and i could tell by her smile that she had the same feeling i did really uh, and, and she was you know wow. concerned as you are if you open up of your, course if you open up your heart that much right away like there's opportunity for it to be broken in a yeah, heartbeat yeah so she's like, you know, I, I need confirmation. I need confirmation. <clears throat> I'm like, all right, God, like I'm saying in my head, all right, God, like you got me, right? Like yeah, I need yeah, some confirmation now, yeah, like, yeah. cause I'm confirmed. Um, so we go and 
we go to this parking lot and we're talking and we're sitting on the top of this like 18 wheeler bed looking at you know the sky and whatnot and mm. we're talking and she's like i just need like a go like i just need god to tell me like this is good to go like i need like a green light like i need something like that mm-hmm. and i was like thinking in my head i was like i feel like god told me okay then tell her you know look for a green light so I, I looked over and I was like, okay, then God's going to show you a green light. And then I remember she looked at me kind of weird and I'm like, oh man, like, God, you better have my back right now. Like show her a green light or yeah. this, this could be a blowout. Yeah. So I remember she was sitting, facing up, looking around, like looking for something that's odd. And we're in a parking lot that's empty and there's a bunch of streetlights around us. And there's, we are not on a main road. We are like in the middle of nowhere. There's no cars, there's no people. And there's all these streetlights on and all the streetlights are like a bright orange. And all of a sudden, I see a quick flicker out of the corner of my eye. And I look over and she looks and one of the streetlights turns off and turns on green, bright. No like bright green. Like I kid you not, only God could do something like this. Wow. And then I remember like she looked at me and she was like got rattled and overwhelmed and she started tearing up and she was like, God just gave me the go. And I remember like for the rest of the night, like we talked and stuff and it was so weird. Like knowing someone's gonna be your wife before you ever really know them. So it was it was cool watching her characteristics unfold to me yeah. after I knew yeah. she was going to be my wife. Because yeah. yeah. then I could like watch them come out and I'd be like, that's the quality I want in my wife. That's another quality I want in my wife. And it's crazy how nothing let me down. It's almost like God was showing me, oh yeah, Kim, like you thought this was perfect? Look at how she does this. Or look her attitude towards this. Or mm-hmm. look at how she eats the same things as you and does the <laughs> same things as you and she's yeah. going to be your best friend. And I'm not kidding. I am, we're seven months in, every day we're together, obsessed with each other, head over Amazing. heels, and wow. God has done the miraculous. So, um, what's going on tomorrow again? Tomorrow we're going to be officially married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seven months in, so you know it's from the Lord. That's crazy. Um, yeah, we're getting married and we're getting into a condo and things are moving fast, but that's how God moves. He sets your stones yeah, down as truth? quick as you can take them. Mm-hmm. He's going to place more down. He's not a slow lord. So. Such, such a great story, man. Such yeah. a great story. So um, I think that's a perfect spot to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, all you have going on tonight and tomorrow, getting ready for that. And uh, if uh, you guys have any comments or questions, remember you can always reach me through this app. You can actually send me a uh, an audio message through this app, Anchor app, or you can find me on Facebook at Michael Bistany. Just search me, you'll find me. Or even email is efxfitness at yahoo.com. But um Cameron, I just want to say thanks again for being on today. And, yeah, thank uh, you very much. I'm just uh, still sitting here shaking my head that you're yeah. here and how, how great God can be, you guys. So, you know, if you're questioning the Lord or questioning any of his um, answers that you're looking for, whatever it may be, um, Cameron's a great <laughs> example. That he's, he's real. He just had his, you just heard his testimony. It's an amazing, yeah. amazing testimony. So um, I hope some of you that are listening to this that have those questions those questions are answered from Cam's podcast. That's what we're here for today. And uh, hopefully um, hearing his story opens up your eyes and especially your heart. And, and if you are if you don't have Jesus in your life, maybe this is a great way for you to accept Jesus in your life. So um, thank you for listening. And uh, Cameron, thank you again. Thank you very and, much. It's uh, a pleasure. God bless everybody and have a great night. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>